This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. White flag right here, buddy. He's to the bottom. He's got the 11 all over him. No big push. Don't let him get too far out there. No push. Your lemon's dropping back behind him. Go use a lane off the cap. Go pick the bottom if you need it. You watch him in your mirror there. Big wreck in your mirror. Keep coming. No caution. Keep coming. Watch 41 back. No caution. Keep coming. One back. He's trying to get to the 478 now. Big run coming on the bottom. One back. Coming to the checker here, buddy. Protect the bottom here. You got it. We're going to do it. Checker flag. Great job. Good job, guys. Oh, celebrate. <laughs> Taking the bar off. Hey, everybody. It's Junior. Just got home from Talladega uh, with a trophy. Uh, the guys are on their way over to have some cold beers and hang out. It's going to be a fun day, fun night. Um, real happy with how the dang race went, obviously. The whole weekend went pretty smooth. We uh, showed up and the car was real fast right away. We had a couple of issues in practice that we had to work through, but for the most part, the car had a lot of speed. Um, we, you know, started the race, and first off, qualifying went really good, and I like that new format. Maybe not quite as exciting as seeing a lot of cars crash, but definitely more productive for the teams and everybody. And it's good to see who has the most speed, you know. It's good to see the, the car that has the most raw speed. And when we qualify well like that, it gives me a lot of confidence that we, you know, got a great car. But we uh, started the race, and I knew that I needed to be toward the front all day, obviously. And uh, to have a shot at the win, you need to you need to be in the top uh, top five, top three, toward the end of the race. And I've noticed in the last several trips I've been there that I wasn't able to drive up there. Um, from back in the pack so the focus was to stay toward the front the whole night or the whole day anyhow we uh, we did that you know the car would get shuffled back and uh, respond really good I could uh, you know the car was really fast I'm, I'm, I could sit here and say that I put the car where it needed to be and made a lot of great moves but the car gave me that opportunity to make you know do the things it wanted to do so just real thankful to, to have such great equipment and work with such a great team. The win meant a lot for a lot of people. And I know it made a lot of Earnhardt fans happy. Anytime we win Talladega, it's been so long, but anytime we win there, it's so special. So just real thankful for that. Overwhelmed, really, with uh, how fortunate things are for, for our whole team. It locks us in the chase, which we're excited about. That's such a high-pressure situation trying to get into that chase trying to get locked in, trying to make that chase. So uh, it's pretty tough and embarrassing when you don't. So we're locked in there, and we can just start to have some fun. Race, you know, show up, race, and just not even worry about points. And that's what we enjoyed about last year, and now we can do that again. So uh, just real, real happy. Uh, obviously going to celebrate with the team. These guys have been telling me the last several weeks that they were getting tired of waiting on the house party. So... Here we are. I'm going to get down there and get after it. Well, there you go. This is the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy. Go check out the Dale Jr. Signature Dirty Mo sunglasses from Spy at spyoptic.com. With Miss Amanda, with Mike Davis, with Joe Slingerland, with TJ Majors, I am Taylor Zarzer. Uh, I mentioned Mike Davis's name. I usually don't mention him first, second, or even fifth. 
I mentioned him, I think, second today because he did say this during uh, White Flag last week. Just so you know, Taylor, you ready? I'm ready. Ralph Dale Hart Jr. is going to win this weekend. Oh, oh, are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Come on. That's right. Settle down, everybody. So it's a good idea, uh, Dirty My Radio listeners. Just You might as well be there, right? Well done, my friend. I well mean, done. Uh, you know. You, get, just, you got mad at me in the past when I've done it, and I haven't done a good job of it. Because, you, yeah, you don't ever predict correctly. Yeah. You did predict that. You throw out your predictions like, you know, once a week. He's winning this week. He's listen, winning this week. Listen, winning. listen. I, I'm I calculate gonna, I want to give you all. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. I know where you're going to go with that. Yeah, Watkins Glen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah what, great pick there. Uh, but you did pick Talladega. So I got to give you a lot of credit. Well, here's why. That. They were stout at Daytona. They yeah. could have won that Daytona 500. By not winning Daytona 500, that means they got to keep their car so they could bring it back to Talladega. And I just felt like, you know, after the last couple of weeks, Dale was going to show up, this team was going to show up, and they were going to bring their A game. Boy, did they bring their A game. How about that, old Joe? Yeah. No, it, it's been a rough couple last weeks. It's uh, struggling with pit stops and stuff like that. But, yeah, it was good to be in victory lane. Nobody today. mentioned the pit stops uh, on Reaction Theater. I never, they, they didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I doubt that. Uh, T, uh, did TJ Majors get any uh, FaceTime on My television? gosh, was it the TJ Majors 500? I mean, what? The, I, didn't, I don't call it FaceTime. They didn't show me. <laughs> that's true. Airtime. Yeah, yeah, I got talking time. <laughs> yeah, talking time. But that's yeah. good because I don't. I, I definitely don't have a face for TV. So, <laughs> hey, talk, talking uh, for you means that the car was out on the track and it was doing stuff. So I, I definitely have a face for radio, given how many different radio things I'm involved with. In all seriousness, um, you know, the race was terrific, and I, I don't want to take one thing away from the victory, from the job you did, Joe, and, and the crew, and TJ, you crushed it. I mean, you totally did, especially at a restrictor plate race. I know how much how much more responsibility that takes uh, for a spotter. Uh, Junior drove an incredible race. The, the engine shop has to be so incredibly proud of the job they did. There's a thousand different parts to that victory we should all pay tribute to. You don't want to know my favorite part, though, Mike? What's that? Was really just about everything that happened in a 10-minute stretch after the race. Yeah. From the time that Junior put the net down, uh, took off his helmet so everybody in the crowd could see him, he did the, the Colwicky lap. and No burnout. No burnout, which, you know what, I'm glad he did. You know, yeah. I, I, think this, I think it's original what he did. Yeah. And it was genuine. It was from the heart, and I love that he takes that checkered flag and he goes around the track. He knows how much those fans care about him. He knows how big a deal Talladega, Alabama is yep. to the Earnhardt family. And, and speaking of the Earnhardt family, I, you're going to have to help me with this, Mike. I can't remember Junior getting emotional like that after a victory, and it was really, really cool to see. You know, all of us have special relationships with our family, with our fathers, with our mothers, with the people that we're closest to. No one in the history of the world can relate to what Dale Earnhardt Jr. has been through in the last 14 years. Right. Nobody can. I right. mean, you can relate to a death in your family, but you can't relate to driving uh, at the highest level known to man and your father dying on that same track and, and the way that you would have to handle that in front of the whole free world in the last 14 years. And he misses him so much still to this day. So many do. But he knows how big of a deal that place is was to him. Uh, it clearly is a big part of Junior's life. It's a big part of Earnhardt fans as well. Uh, 
It just I thought it was really special that he showed his emotions the way he did. 16th Earnhardt victory in the Sprint Cup Series for the family at Talladega. Uh, 21 overall if you count the other series. That place is special for Earnhardt's. It's a special place for Junior Nation. A lot of Earnhardt fans in Alabama. Uh, and, you know, I think for me, a lot of the emotion, I was emotional too, um, and that was simply that as successful as Dale's been there, it's also been his Achilles heel in the last decade. And you think about it, his average finish at Talladega was 20th since 2004. And I started thinking back that this feels like a little bit of closure to me and, and because of some incidences that have happened at Talladega over the last decade. So I start listing them. You ready for this, Taylor? All right. So we'll start in just 2004. Obviously, he cussed. It took him out of the championship points lead. We didn't win a championship that year. Also, 2004. Remember when Dale Jr. led 57 laps and was passing Jeff Gordon for the win and a wreck happened? Remember when they threw beer cans at Jeff Gordon's car during yes, his victory lap? I was there. Yeah. Okay. Then 2006, Dale's leading on the final lap when Brian Vickers hooks mm, Jimmy mm, Johnson. Oh, yes. That See, one. It's mm. still pent up in you, isn't mm. it? Right. Doesn't Dale like, was in like the lead. 2011, Dale's tandem, tandem drafting with Jimmy and is the reason Jimmy won that race. I think people actually remember that because it's like brought up once a week here. Um, 2013. Junior had McMurray set up on the final lap. Austin Dillon wrecks behind him, brings out the caution, race over. And then 2014, Junior's drive, his character, everything was questioned about him in this race last year. He was so upset with himself. Upset with him. I mean, it was one of the lowest that I can remember, I think a low point of last year when Junior was like, I guessed wrong, I did wrong. And then you go back to Talladega, you got to win to make the chase or to continue your thing in the chase, he leads 31 laps and gets wrecked in a green-white checkered finish. Talladega has caused a lot of heartache. And you know what? When he took that checkered flag, I honestly think there was a lot of closure. Yeah, it, I felt closure. You know what? Jimmy Johnson can enjoy his win from 2007 now <laughs> because I don't think Junior Nation was ready to give it to him yet. But you know what? Junior got his sixth victory at Talladega. It was done in a special way a week after his dad's birthday. You know what? It was just – it was awesome. It, it, really, was, it was awesome. It really was. Joe, uh, talk about being a victory lane special. Uh, yeah, it's uh, – that's my first time in the Sprint Series being in victory lane there. Um, and it's just it's just awesome to go there, especially knowing all the, the heritage that's there at, at Talladega. I don't know. Kind of at a loss for words for it. TJ, what is the feeling like when you come down from the spotter stand, when you have just spotted your tail off – to come down there in victory lane and celebrate with those guys. It was actually <laughs> it was really easy to get down through the grandstands, and that's usually a bit of a, a task to get down through there because people are – I'm going against the grain. I'm going down the grandstands. Right. Everyone else is coming up. Man, everyone was still in their seats. You know, and I was like, man, these highways are clear. What's going on here? And no one was leaving. Like, it was, they wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I was able to make it down there when he – had picked up the flag and I was about a hundred yards towards the dog leg from him. And he, he was, I could just glance at him as he went by. Cause I saw all my stuff on and I could just see the, the excitement and joy in his face, you know, and it's been a long time there. Like Mike said, we've been so close with McMurray and, and, um, you know, other times and to finally get a win there. Um, and just all the people, man, you could, I swear there wasn't, a, there was not, an arm or a, or a hat waving in the air whenever we were coming back to the checker flag and you know nobody had a shot at it you know i knew we were going to win because just I would, unless something crazy happened and you could just see it's like a like a sea of people just joy it it's like the team it's like the football team won 
Yeah. The only thing I can equate yeah. it to when you watch um, a buddy of mine whose name is Freebird Bill on Instagram. That would be a buddy of yours. He is yeah. a buddy of that mine. That sounds about right. Freebird Bill, and I want to tell you about Freebird Bill. I want you to go to his Instagram account and see the the video that he uh, has of Junior going across the start finish line. He was at the start finish line, and just how rowdy everybody is. It was just such a. It was so well done, Joe Henrik Horsepower. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah that. That car we have is is an absolute rocket. Um, going back to Daytona, and then went in the duel, went in one of the duels, and it's just, I mean, that thing is he can get three wide, and still no, normally you get three wide, you're going to the back of the pack, at least stuck in the middle, and he'd lose one or two spots and get back in line and get right back up to the front. So that car is. It, all, it all was the Hendrick cars had it. All uh, of yeah. them. All of them had it. And and uh, and uh, Stuart Haas obviously had it had as it. well. That's right. Uh, but. The driver certainly had something to do with it, too. Jimmy Johnson made reference to it afterwards about how aggressive right. Junior was. I mean, that guy was all <laughs> over the racetrack yesterday, thanks in large part. Well, I don't, I don't feel like he was overly aggressive. I feel like he wanted it. I don't feel yeah. like he was doing anything like, you know, when it was time to ride, he rode second to Jeff, second to Jimmy. You know, he was just positioning himself. You know, he didn't want to be riding 20th. We've done that and been bit by it many times. So. Yeah, I, I, I guess what I mean is, is that that Dale Jr. was everywhere he had to be in order to be victorious. We made a lot of really smart decisions throughout the race to not get ourselves in a position to get shuffled way back. Yeah. And we've made, we just, I don't know, we made a lot of good decisions and got help at the right time. And, and um, you know, a lot of things went our way. And, you know, obviously the car was really fast and we uh, had track position most of the day. And it worked out. Yeah, it, it did. Uh, Pit Road, Joe. Mike was uh, talking about this. I think you talked to Greg uh, Ives, the crew chief, about this last night. Yeah. In the last uh, 24 hours, and and that's about to, the last caution, and to come in, and and how uh, Austin Dillon's car caught fire right after that. Yeah. Which cycled everybody back around, and Junior was back in the lead. But that was a that was a big gamble there, Mike, to right. to go to come in uh, and do a short pit, right? Yeah. Um. I mean, you short pit anytime. It's a gamble. Um, it paid off because it happened so quickly after we came out of the, out of the pits, but um, it worked out. Yeah, yeah, that was at lap 157. Uh, or I'm sorry, they made the the pit stop on lap 156, so you're getting down to crunch time. This was just outside of 30 laps to go, and uh, Greg said something interesting. He said, uh, you know, they could have been out there 10 more laps, you know, on fuel, but he needed to try to guess when that caution was going to happen. You know, the cautions are going to start coming yep. towards the end of that race, and if he could get out in there and out. Before a caution happened, it was going to be set up really nicely. It happened perfectly. It could not have been more perfect the way that played out. Okay, uh, what about the trash on the grill? I want to know from <laughs> each of you how worried you were about the water temperature. Well, and, and if you were watching the Fox broadcast, you could see those gauges that were totally peaked inside the car. Well, I think Alabama needs a recycling program, first of all. <laughs> secondly, I would agree with that. Secondly, uh, yeah, that was, when they showed that in-car camera and those gauges were in there lit up like a Christmas tree, yeah. I said, uh-oh, because that was with eight to go. The, Dale said he wasn't as concerned, but when we were talking to the team at Dale's house, I think it was actually a lot more concerned about that and that there was even some that said that the motor's not going to make it. Yeah, we were. We actually saw it before the driver saw it, before Dale Jr. saw it. We saw the, we saw the debris, and, I mean, at that point, what are you going to do? I mean, we're going to have to run until it blows up at that point. You yeah, there's nothing you could do. But but still. we didn't want to take his mind off it because he, when something when something starts catching his attention like that, he tends to 
I mean, not that he's not supposed to, but he tends to focus on it a little bit more, and it's hard to put it out of right. your head. And it's all, man, I'll tell you what. We get the lead late in the race, we're guaranteed to be on our grill. I mean, that's like the third time. Pocono. He hits it all the time. Yeah, Daytona, Daytona 500, yeah. Talladega. How worried were you, I mean, Joe? Pretty worried. I figured at least two to three laps to go, something was going to happen. He'd start feeling a vibration, the motor giving up. We'd fall back in the pack, but it held out. That was that was pretty amazing. I think the general consensus was he didn't have another two laps to go uh, if that if that race would have continued and, the, and not be able to get the trash off. Yeah, it was pretty that big. Boat. We weren't going to be able to get because the, the temperature. Pace car or you know, with eight to go, the temperature was two seventy, and while that's exceedingly yeah. high, that, that that hasn't really caused the concern. But with two to go. Apparently it skyrocketed, and they said, "Well, yeah. no, this I'm is where it goes." And pretty yeah. sure all the water was evacuated out of that system. So <laughs> he says, he, was, "Yeah, he says he hasn't seen it push water yet." But I don't know if you necessarily see it push water when you're doing 200 miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that's a good point. If it started pushing, I mean, but I wasn't gonna. To me, if he's that's comforting to him. Oh, I've seen any water yet. Keep your foot in it, then. Just keep going. <laughs> well, another thing that that certainly fans could have gone crazy about if the lead changed in the last half lap was that the caution, caution. flag did not come Ooh. out if it comes out junior wins the race uh but you know what they made them race back to the start finish line and i'm so glad they did because nobody can say that they showed any favoritism to the 88 team no. right but if jimmy had passed him <laughs> <Can you laughs> reaction theater they would have burned that place down <laughs> TJ, yeah. you would know better bad. you would know better than anybody you saw where the wreck happened i mean obviously i yeah. as junior came around and took the checkered I didn't see a crashed race car anywhere in the vicinity, but you would have seen it better than I would have. Yeah, the uh, I thought I thought they could have went back green. The only part that made me nervous is when the 19 started coming back up the racetrack at a pretty good rate of speed, and there was still a handful of cars to get by them. I almost feel like at that point they're they're going to come back up. There's no way to to do 180 mile an hour and go down to the inside and not come back up the racetrack. I mean, they it just that made me a little bit nervous. But he ended up just spinning halfway back up and. Um, it was fairly dangerous, you know, at the time. But did he keep going? Yeah, he so spun. so so all the cars that crashed he never hit anything. Yeah. Okay, so all the cars that crashed kept going. Then he yeah. was pretty critical too, by the way, after yeah. the race, Edwards. Well, that's it. understandable like, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean he said he said, guys, we got to do something about cars going 200 miles an hour when you got wrecked race cars that are going, you know, down the track, up it's and down just the one track. One of them judgment calls at the time, you know. By the time, even if NASCAR threw the caution when he when he was spinning. They're not going to slow down much more than what they already did. I mean, you know, it's it's just a judgment call at the time, and I feel like they did the right thing. The track was perfectly clear. That wouldn't. Yeah, they did it once already this year. Um, well, let them race back to the start finish. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, I if just they still, think it's clear enough. Then let there's them still it. like to me, there's no really consistency to it still though, because someone gets up out of the groove at Richmond and gets even close to the wall. There's caution, whoa, caution. No, there's not supposed to be consistency. They're supposed to take each right, incident well. and and. I'm fine Use with your it. Judgment, judgment each time. on yep. each time. Yeah. Right. Carl Edwards has had quite some moments. You he have an opinion about it. You, you, uh, you mentioned uh, all the races Dale Jr. has been involved with. How about the time Edwards was up in the fence? Jr. finished second to Kislowski. When Kislowski won his first race, Jim, James Finch yeah. got the win uh, <laughs> that day. But uh, Had a great Edwards night, I'm had, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Real good. Edwards, uh, <laughs> Edwards has had some moments there. I love what he said, by the way. He, he was watching. They interviewed him on Fox after the race, and – he was watching how emotional Greg Ives was, and and Carl said, "Man, that is really cool to see." He's he does like, good, and he gives good. Yeah, interviews. he does. He, he it was cool to to watch how genuinely happy he was watching Ives just overcome with emotion well, winning. That was cool. But honestly, you know, you bring up a good point with Greg Ives. You know, when we come back to getting vindication or redemption or whatever you want to call it, 
just last week this team took a beating. Yeah. And, I, you know, we were we were upset as well because, you know, clearly 14th or 16th or wherever we finished, this team is better than 14th or 16th. And so – and it was kind of one of those – Irrelevant races. Well, where I, kind every, of a, I and, used and, the word. I used the word unacceptable, and the reason why I used it is because of what Greg said after the race. I mean, everybody. I mean, Joe, you talk about it. All of you felt like, man, we're better than this. This is this can't happen again, right? Yeah. I mean, every. I mean, it was kind of a mediocre day. Pit stops were mediocre. Yeah. Um, just adjustments yeah, on the car. All, we were I mean, average. That's yeah. all you have to be, really. Though, it's just yeah, but still, we don't. I know you want to come in and gain, like, but it's unrealistic nowadays to expect to come in and gain three spots. Yeah, but, I don't mean just pit road. I mean, yeah, every, just overall, yeah, the whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, everything was kind of. This average mediocre, and it's just not the way we go to the track and represent ourselves. So, but my point is simply, Greg Ives, th- to get this win in the tenth race of the season, there's a lot of vindication for him too, because sure. obviously he has a lot of pressure on himself to yeah. come in and replace somebody as popular as Stevie, and and be with Dale Jr. and then have those two weeks where we were kind of just mediocre, like you said. Um, you know what? This I, I know why he would have been emotional about it after the race. Yeah. Well, it, the thing I appreciated most that I tried to convey last week on this podcast was how honest Greg was, how honest Dale Jr. was, how honest all of you were about this isn't going to fly. You yeah. see a lot of people in sports get defensive when you know they're they're challenged about their performance. I love that more than anything, everybody part of that team owned it and said, we're better than this and we're going to prove it. Oh, yeah. And boy, did you. Yep. That's pretty cool. Did anybody hear what Ives' daughter told him after she broke his arm and stuff yeah he asked her you know do you want me to come home and she was like no because if you keep giving him cars like you did in richmond he's not going to make the chase that happens craig said that last night yeah his biggest critic is his <laughs> eight-year-old daughter the girl the same girl peyton who broke her arm and she was upset with the richmond car that's just as much as she might have caught a reaction theater that's, well that's uh <laughs> i can i know the feeling about the toughest critic being an eight-year-old daughter but uh, right. that's pretty cool <laughs> right there one other thing we got to do before we get into reaction theater, I can't imagine what Amanda's uh, night was like on Sunday going through all those reaction theater calls. <laughs> My, you know, I mentioned Carl Edwards on the Fox broadcast. Uh, TJ Majors was the star of the Fox broadcast and, on Sunday. And I'm going to say this one time, one time, deservingly so. He, he really was, and it, it really was. I, I think Fox does such a great job. And, you know, I know you hear the Nationwide 88 feature every week, which you hear TJ's voice on and, and other times they'll they'll play the in-car audio and, and tj clearly i mean you've gone over this on this podcast before at restrictor plate racing uh, at a place like talladega yeah. your job is so it's a tough. whole another ball game and you've got to watch each line and when when they're moving up and when junior needs to move down to block etc which line to follow there's so much and you've got to be so quick and for so long you've got to pay attention i, I can't imagine how emotionally exhausted you are after something like that but i love daryl waltrip talking about how wonderful your information was as the communication that the two of you had. And, of course, DW went through the relationship that you guys have, and he talked about how you guys uh, became friends, online racing. And, yeah. And uh, he went back to the beginning with that, which was really cool that he's uh, taken such an interest. Yeah, he did his that. homework, I guess. Yeah, he man. really did. He really did. Uh, Googled, that was cool Googled me. to hear him uh, t- talk about all that. <laughs> Clearly, you guys are close. Dale Jr., after the race, in his press conference, talked about uh, the relationship he has with you. I hate to claim him as a brother, but we're pretty close. Um, he's such a – that's exactly what it is. Uh, we spend so much time around each other, and I think that he knows exactly what I'm looking for. I don't have to explain – I don't have to ever say, quit doing it that way, or this is what I want, you know, or 
stop using that language or that terminology. I don't understand. Get um, out of the bathroom. He doesn't bug me, so I don't get, you know, <laughs> he doesn't do things that get me irate or get me off my game. Um, he's real. One of the things I've liked about him some, from the start is he's real monotone. Most great spotters, spotters are real even kill no matter what's happening. And uh, the longer we've worked together and the closer we've been as friends, I mean, it just I, he knows exactly what I need. And when I'm listening to him, it's like I can see the race happening behind me without even looking in the mirror. It's so helpful. Um, there's a couple times a day he cleared me when I wasn't clear, but he just he wants me to get clear. You know, That's not true. Get in front of those guys, and he thinks he was clear. They're gonna, they're gonna check up, and he gets pretty aggressive sometimes, which I like that about him. He's very competitive, and I say it a lot, and I know a lot of drivers have probably said it too. That spotters is important as a driver and the crew chief at this place and at Daytona, so he really earned his earned his paycheck this week. Door bumper crash. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. He's never crashed from being hit in the quarter panel by me clearing him. So this is, uh, what, seven years in now? So that's pretty good. Pretty How about good the shout-out he gave Madeline in there? I know, yeah. Well, we went out there, and she uh, chased chased uh, Gus around for about 45 minutes around his living room. And um, and then she climbs up on there when she gets tired of that and beats on his fish tank and all the fish all scatter and stuff. So And then uh, – he gave her a nice little tour of the treehouse. So, yeah, it's fun. I mean, he's he's been good to me and my family. And, and um, you know, like he said, though, it's been fun working with him for so long. And I literally feel like I could tell him. I, I've told him, you know, where to go sometimes during that race because I could see the run coming. And sometimes I don't have time to explain how it happened or whatever. So I just be like, you know, go to the bottom, you know, to the bottom, to the bottom. And I can just see him turn the wheel like or, you know, Big runs coming all the way against the wall, and I could see him literally like just like the car change four grooves in like a second and a half, and he's like, "There's the push out front again," you know. And it's kind of um, I don't think you have that with I don't think a lot of spotters and drivers have that. They have trust, but not to that extent. Like I don't know if it's I don't know if uh if they can. It takes a while to get to that point. Most of the guys are just weekend guys with the with the drivers and spotters are just weekend friends, kind of you know, and they don't. They don't communicate during the week as much. Maybe a little bit here and there, but never not to the. I don't feel like many of them have had the the friendship with their spotter that we've probably had over the years. It's really cool to listen to. Uh, go ahead, Mike. I, I got que- I got spotter question for you. Spotter answer. The, all right, ready? I got a couple actually. One, were you surprised when nobody went with Tony Stewart in that second line there at the end? How I mean, Tony was legitimately trying to get up there and, and race with those guys, but nobody went with him. Two. Did Jimmy actually try to pass him, or did he like what? What would have happened there? Because I heard him and Blaney talking about it. Whoa. Yeah, I think um, it's weird. Do you scan Channel Two, Joe? No, I don't scan. Okay, so I'm telling Greg on Channel Two when that four. I'm like, Greg, is the, are they faster? I kept asking if they were a little bit faster, and he's like, No, they're slower. They're slower. J- you talking about they is in Jimmy or the, se- or the second group? The second group. Okay. And then I was like, Greg, I'm like, What are they doing? The bottom's faster. They run the bottom in the corner, draft on the straightaway because we've been in that boat before. Right. And uh, like a lap later, they go to the bottom, and Greg's like, "Yep, they're two tenths faster, three tenths faster." And I was like, "Oh, so they were coming." Well, but it wasn't as soon as somebody pulls down there that's not going their speed, it jams it all up a little bit. It takes time for that to run. They waited way too that, long to try to form it. That's ex- Mike. That's exactly what Jimmy said. Is that that just there were parts of the accordion that just couldn't yeah, keep up. Yeah, it takes it it takes about 8 laps for that to build up. I was counting the laps and early in the race for the outside lane how long it would take them to kind of get rolling. And as soon as somebody would pull up, it jam it all up and it take about 4 to get rolling again. And then when it all stalled out, it took about 8 
to to really get the momentum. But um, I think Jimmy. I don't think he made a his final effort until you know. I don't I don't think he got a chance to make his final attempt. But he was definitely testing it out because there with between twenty and five to go, he basically kept one car lane gap the whole way. Right, but Darrell Waltrip said, you know, Blaney, you're screwed basically because you know yeah. you're going to pull I out and Jimmy's going to Jimmy's going to want Dale to get that victory. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I don't know Junior, that I buy that all no, the way. I, here's what here's what I buy is that if Jimmy would have known there wasn't going to be a great run behind him, he would have planned his own individual move. I think he was. He, he was, was doing holding that. out hope that there was going to be a run yeah. that he could utilize. Yeah, and that's, oh, what yeah. he tried to commu- that's what he tried to convey after the race. Yeah. I told but, Junior. Here, but I do think this, and he also said this. He said, if I'm not going to get that run, well, then hell yeah, I'm gonna, uh, right. I want us to finish first and second. But if I just think that he expected a run to happen. Right. It didn't. In hindsight, he would have done his own individual thing. Well, I, I thought that that was a uh, a stretch and, and actually an inaccurate assumption by yeah, DW it, it to was. think that yeah. J- Jimmy was just going to tuck up behind Dale. Th- they all want to win the race. I'm yeah, they want to win. They're not, we've got this list of all these, you know, this, uh, uh, well, Jimmy, what about in 2007? Yes. They're not thinking about that no, no, out no. there. Uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy is as competitive. He's as you know, I mean, I, I know some people don't want to hear this. He's as good a human being as you will ever meet in the, lot, in world, in the world, I yeah. promise you. But he is as competitive, too, yeah. in everything that he does. Uh, so I, I don't for one second believe that. Um, I, one other thing, Joe, that uh, Jimmy did talk about after the race in, the pre- in his own press conference, he, he kind of can, in his own opinion, feels like the 88 team. He said, I'm focused on the 48, obviously, but if there's one team I know – almost as much about it, it's the 88. Yeah. And he said he really genuine, genuinely believes this is the best prepared that the 88 has ever been to be a championship team. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that. There's a lot of things that uh, the way Ives prepares himself and the way he wants things run that is, you know, really tight compared to Steve. Stevie was really relaxed. Things are – got to kind of adapt to him now. And some of the things we used to do with Stevie we can't do now with yeah. Ives. So I, I do believe that. Yeah. I mean, and, Mike, it's going to come down to – you know, I mean, Kozlowski won five races last year, and he didn't – he wasn't one of the final four guys. You know, right. so the, it, it all comes down to, you know, what happens in the chase. And, you know, Ryan Newman didn't win a race, and he almost won the whole thing last year. So I know that there's those factors that nobody can predict. But I do feel like – everyone seems to feel like – from a talent standpoint, from a co- chemistry standpoint, from everything you need, this is the best equipped Junior and his team has ever been. I, I think so, but, I, you know, I wanted to ask Joe because, you know, you bring up, you know, the pit road stuff, and, you know, you had, a, a you know, Richmond and all that stuff, and you're here, and so let's ask, this is a pretty much a new pit crew. Yeah, and and new guys. You're working with a new carrier. Yep. Uh, your front is all is, is new, new relationships. Yep. How is that going? Obviously, there have been races this year where, you know, it wasn't the best because, you know, but it's growing pains. How is that going as far as getting chemistry with the new guys, building that team up, and what's going on? Like, how are practices going? How is all that? How is that whole development going? It's it's going pretty good. I mean, we started off great, and then we hit a a really big low. Um, We just uh, were going through some gun development pit guns, and we're we're struggling with some of that um, with – this is the first time in my career I've had four loose tires consecutive at racetracks. Um, just uh, a little bit with the carrier and tire or the gun development. Uh, it's getting better. We're, we're doing more practices, get, trying to get more reps with each other. 
Um, I think it's going to come along pretty good and everything's going to be great getting towards the end of the year, especially in the chase. But uh, there's definitely been a lot of growing pains. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, but I think it's going to get there. That's it's fascinating stuff to, yeah. to go through. But you guys are, are still so competitive. And the way that the improvement each week, I mean, from Richmond to here was just so so cool to see. And I know you guys want to get back after it in Kansas and yeah. oh, and yeah. keep it going. Like Junior said, your your attitude, your entire preparation, your confidence level, now that you're in the chase, yeah. so different than at yeah. what it was before Talladega. We are uh, flood, we were flooded with calls, as you can imagine, from Junior Nation this week, which we appreciate. So in celebration, we're going to extend Reaction Theater after the show today. Awesome. So make sure you stick around for that. Hopefully everyone's got their happy lens on today. If not, you can go online to spyoptic.com and get yourself a pair of Dale Jr. Signature Spy 88 Collection. Mike, I'm not kidding you. It has lowered my handicap. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It has. The happy lens has lowered my handicap. Well, just think that, that, that you being an unhappy person before you got your happy lens. Mm-hmm. No, you weren't really an unhappy person. But being happier yep. has affected so many areas of your life. I shot uh, an 80 before the last time I played golf before I got the happy lens. I shot 77 the other day with a happy lens. Well, you'll get, you'll get close yeah, I'm, to I'm me eventually. If you can, yeah. Maybe get wear another pair of sunglasses. Yeah. You'll get to my 72. Or the stories that still come out of Kannapolis Country Club with Junior or Quail Hollow. It includes the Dirty <laughs> Mode, McCoy, Quanta, General, and Farah for the ladies. Once at checkout, enter discount code NATIONWIDE88 and receive 20% off of your purchase. All right, you're gonna, Amanda, we're going to have limited interruption from all of us here, so you just keep hitting play, my friend. Go for it. Junior! Oh, my God. I'm so freaking happy. I'm finna get in my old truck and tear the yard up and do a bird out. I'm going to take a damn victory lap all the way through town and scream out, Junior Nation, bitches! Oh, yeah, damn, yeah, damn, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm gone now. Hallelujah! Good one. I love it. I will never hashtag blame JJ again. He's not as big a <laughs> as I thought he was. Junior Nation, tell you. There we go. Closer. We're turning people I around. Closer. I love it. Turning yep. them oh, around. Yeah. Woo! Junior wins Tega. Yeah. It was so awesome to see everyone's reaction. Mike Davis's tweet all night long, hearing about TJ getting carried off Rudy style at the end of the race. Man, hell yeah. What a race. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any kind of yeah you want to put on it. It's Dega, baby. Great job. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. I cannot wait for the chase. Do you wear a 45 jersey yeah. off the field? <laughs> I'm right. going to next time. I know that. <laughs> Who's Love the it. wild man now? <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Were you off sides? <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, get out of the way, cause there's no 
beautifully written. That I really was about as good as Jamie Foxx's national anthem. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's a fight. <laughs> really was beautiful. It sounded a lot like that. that beautifully was good. written. Nice job, Dale. Yeah, man. That's that was nice. right. Woo! Dale, yeah. This is Jenny Kim, first time caller to the Reaction Theater. Um, probably to a hashtag 12 beers in. Oh my God, he's a pie popper from way back when. Dale, yeah. Beautiful. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Dale, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I have a little post victory lap right now. You know, oh, sorry, Gina needs a new nickname. I think we're gonna call him the Garbage Man. Cause when that motherfucker gets garbage on the grill, he's going to victory lane. Hashtag Garbage Man, motherfucker. Oh my goodness. That was. It was. We might need to do a little bit longer bleep there, Amanda. That was partially bleeped. <laughs> the people in the store just looked over yeah, here and like, like, "Yeah, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> we got some great discounts in there for y'all." I want to say, deal, yeah, all right, and, and, and more than just that, more than just that, I want to say, hell yes, Jimmy Johnson, that's how you be a teammate. Love for you, JJ, love you, glad you learned how to be a teammate. Deal, yeah. He finally learned, Taylor. I, I want to say real quick, I, I was there <laughs> for the two-car tango uh, from 22nd to 2nd and 1st, and yeah. or I guess 1st and 4th, excuse me, in, in half a lap. Yeah. Um. But and and I left that track, and I thought they were going to burn the track down that day after Junior pushed uh, Jimmy to that win. And the decision Jimmy made or Junior made, as you were spotting both of them, <laughs> yeah. to say, you know what, we got to switch this thing around because clearly Junior could push better than G- Jimmy could, was an unbelievably unselfish decision to make. But I will never forget the reaction from the entire grandstands after that race four yeah. years ago. Yeah, it was. Uh... They, I'm surprised they didn't have to rebuild it. <laughs> Ashes. I know. Yeah, Junior's big wish kid here. I was glad to see you win at Talladega. That's where me and you first met, and I'm glad to see you win there again, buddy. Woo, keep it going. Right on. That's really cool. Yeah, it's nice. I'm going to weigh in with the thousands of other people who called Reaction Theater today and ask why they didn't throw the yellow. Carl might have gotten that stuff straightened back out. I don't know. They never really showed it. But even Carl was complaining about cars zipping by him at 100 miles an hour and not checking up, and he was concerned for his own safety. Hey, Carl, you want to know why they didn't slow down? Because NASCAR isn't consistent. Ah. But Junior doesn't need NASCAR's help. Junior's going to go ahead and finish this race on his own. That stuff is sick. That's what an Earnhardt does at Talladega, and that's what makes me happy. Well, he he definitely uh, had it with those ponies under the hood. Uh, I, I I thought that Junior's motor was the real hero of that race, the way yeah. it outlasted. Oh, yeah. But as far as the caution goes, you know, I don't think it's a you know consistency. I mean, I understand where his frustration is. I'm just going to play the card that I'd have been frustrated if Junior would have lost on account of it. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. I understand it's not rational, but Taylor, you and I just uh, we established last week we don't. Try to be rational, do we? I don't come in here to be rational. No. Ever. No. If Junior (laughs) would have lost on account of going all the way to the uh, checkered flag, then I would have been upset. But I was fine with the way it ended. Austin told my wife that the furniture needed to be rearranged. (laughs) (laughs) Junior, you did it, you crazy son of a bitch. They won't none. They couldn't handle that 88 tonight. He was on the track and he was going fast. I said I've never seen it go before in my life. You did it, Junior. I'm proud as hell. Hell yeah. You know, we had a reaction theater call a few weeks ago that 
took Dale to task. You know, when are you going to lead the most laps and dominate a race and win it? Oh, yeah. And then he I was trying that. to, right. and he was trying I to take that. out. He t- he excluded react or he excluded restrictor plate tracks. But I'm going to tell you, and I said the point. I still think so. It's harder to dominate a restrictor plate race than it is a mile and a half. There's going to be more lead changes and, there than anywhere else. And yep. uh, we saw Dale Jr. in that 88 team that lead a race high uh, 67 laps. It was the fifth time he's led the most laps. He's won them all at uh, Talladega when he's done that. And he said that his strategy, and he said in the press conference, I, I'm, I can't win them when I'm sitting there sandbagging. I can't win them when I'm sitting there in the middle pack. Yeah. i got to be up front if we're going to have a chance to win. Yeah, that's right. I agree. Dale, yeah, baby. Hell yeah. I'm driving back to college, take my final exams this weekend, baby, this week. Great way to start the week, except I'm going to have to get hammered tonight and not study. Hell yeah, we're in the chase, baby. That's Dega. We do want you to do well in school, but it's very yeah, important. Man. There's nothing more important than celebrating a win uh, in Talladega. Nothing more important than that. And That's then right. get your degree after that. That's right. <laughs> get your degree at Talladega. <laughs> you probably could do that. <laughs> do anything else there. Woo, Dega, baby. Great win, people. Hey, look, one thing that I noticed, you guys got to lay off the TJ praise, Okay. <laughs> He's going to get difficult to work with. He's already going to is. Want more money. Already but does. But mostly, uh, logistically, <laughs> his head won't fit through the door. Already okay? doesn't. <laughs> Y'all may want to look into that deal yet. I would. I really think DW should be his agent. That's the first thing. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Did you go to Hendrick and say, did y'all hear what D.W. said about me? <laughs> no, man, but I'm expecting you guys to clip that stuff for me and <laughs> put it in my digital folder. I here. love <laughs> I love Larry Mack, by the way, because Larry Mack, every time he identifies a car on the track, I love because he, he identifies the car as if somebody is tuning into the race for the first time I've ever watched the sport. There's Jeff Gordon in that 24 car. Jimmy yep. Johnson driving around in that 48 car. Like, he will act like you've never seen a race before. And he will give all of the important information. T.J. Majors, who is Dale Earnhardt Jr. in that 88 car spotter, like I just love when he gets all fired up. Yeah. I like the impersonation. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's well, we are, pretty good. We are both from Alabama. <laughs> Who's next? Sweet home Talladega. Where the skies off the blue. Sweet home Talladega. Dale Jr. is coming back to you. Davis, did you call it last week? I just had to do that. And like I said at the end of the Daytona 500, I'm going to say it again. TJ Majors, you are the real MVP. All of you guys did a hell of a job this weekend. Hashtag no beers, but then I was about to change very quickly. Dale, yeah. Did you, did you like uh, what they put on NASCAR.com? Roldale. I saw that. I saw, yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you all a question. I showed him that in the plane. Do you think that Auburn fans like NASCAR? Yeah, I, mean, I do. I, you would think uh, they do, right? They did. They did. <laughs> but then they went to NASCAR.com, and it was Roldale. And their own right. state. Right, right. It's you a great know, world we live in. I'd appreciate it if you guys <laughs> stop talking about it. You see what I'm wearing on my head oh, here. You got the F. Yeah. yeah. All right, chomp, chomp. That's right. You know, <laughs> well, I thought F stood for one thing. <laughs> And with that, let's go ahead. (laughs) Tell us, TJ, what does it stand for? Trash on the grill, trash on the grill. What you going to do with the trash on the grill? (laughs) Keep it to the floor with the trash on the grill. Shut the door on the field with the trash to the grill. Take it to the house with the trash on the grill. Put it in victory lane with the trash on the grill. Take it to the chase with the trash on the grill. That's 
Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Messed with that last part. Of the <laughs> track on the grill. <laughs> Don't finish the call yeah. with the track on the grill. <laughs> 14 beers. Yeah. <laughs> First win at Talladega in 11 years, baby. What's up? The Pied Piper has found his way back to all you haters calling in the last couple weeks, saying that Greg Ives and Dell Jr. haven't found it yet, and Greg Ives isn't cut out for the job. What's up now, baby? We in the chase. We're a tough-ass team. We showed speed every week. We put it together this week. It won't be the last week. That 88 got debris on the grill. And to the rescue drivers, the 88 is going to be up in your grill the rest of the season. So stop hating. A lot of confidence there. I love it. I got to ask Amanda real quick. I, I want to know, was there any calls hating on Greg Ives this week? No. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Next. Well, as you may or may not remember, I called in for the first time a year ago after this race. Went a bit over the top of my criticism of Junior. You might remember me as the whoop do guy. Well, I figured if I can call to criticize, it sure as hell better be able to call to praise. I have nothing but praise for Dale Junior today. What an awesome race he ran. I was so excited watching that race. That was what a Dale Jr. race at Talladega should be like. Also, a shout-out to the awesome spotting job of PJ. Uh, when they provided some of the audio on call, TV, I was just amazed <laughs> at the amount of information he was providing. Great job, Dale Jr. and PJ. Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. Seriously. Thanks. That's a man right there calling up to Reaction yeah. Theater and owning it. Accountability. Man, that's he took, right. Took and you took were... credit for when he was mad. Now he's giving credit yeah. when it's due. Yeah. What, is that... Is that a shout-out to you again? It's like giving credit to where it's due. Cause oh, yeah, what did you think I was talking about? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Junior Nation, Guardian Mud Radio, let's talk about something right quick. That Victor Lane interview was tough. If that didn't make your heart drop, if that didn't make you sick on your stomach, if that old boy get upset, that was real deal right there. If that don't show you what Dale Jr. is doing right now in his life, if that don't tell you what Dale Jr. wants to do this year, something's wrong with you. That was big time. That was the real deal. That old boy is fired up. You know, that was tough for a junior fan to watch today. But, man, was it good to see him win. In the chase now. I don't know how many beers I've had to drink today. I'm so jacked up. What a win. What a run. I love Talladega. It's really good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Good. It was powerful. Yeah, it was he, very powerful. I agree. That was that was, a, that was a good call. I called my dad uh, I called my dad to tell him that Dale won, and he answered, and he was crying. So, I <laughs> – I, I, when Dale when Dale did his uh, victory lane interview, I think it like struck an emotional chord with a lot of people. And uh, you know, I call, "Hey, Dale, what? I know it." <laughs> yeah. What you saw about when you see guys when you see guys that have been in the sport for so long and they win they win races that, that would mean a lot to them, and they get emotional about it. it. Just shows you how much it really does mean to them. You know, you know, it's just it's cool. It's genuine. You know, people. How, how, how do you not like it? Yeah. No, and it it was powerful yesterday, especially. Oh, my God, I just don't know what to do. I'm so excited and so happy. He deserves this so much. Oh, my God. I'm just so happy. I just don't know what to do. Dale Jr., way to go. We're in the chase. All right, baby, you got her. Thanks. No fears. <laughs> wow. And that, and, that was my, that is. and that was my dad. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I don't know. No, you know what? Good for you. Thank you for calling. Uh, <laughs> and and, and letting, our, letting your emotion fly. That's right. That's how we all felt. That's how we all felt. Hey, somebody said, Davis, you're acting like a fan on Twitter. I'm like, listen, when you go through the lows, 
By God, you celebrate the wins. And I don't ever apologize for celebrating a win. I'm going to celebrate this win for a long time. Well past Kansas and Charlotte, this is a good win to celebrate. You what are you looking at me like that for? I'm proud of the win. I, you should be. Yeah. You should be. I was thinking about – I'm just – you're so creative with all your tweets, and you are hilarious. And I let I, the International Space Station know that Junior won. How are you looking up all those places? I mean, I was actually Googling them to see where they were at, see if it was yeah. really morning and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Of course yeah. it was. I mean, Mike, <laughs> like, Mike this place sends at? out like 3,000 tweets for every one that I send, and I, I had <laughs> mine ready. I had mine ready. Dirty Mo Radio contributor Dale Earnhardt Jr. just won Talladega, qualified oh. for the chase, and I tore my shirt off. Did you write the tweet before he took the checker? You had it ready? How ready did you have it? I might have had it somewhat ready. Oh, my gosh. Ready. <laughs> somewhat ready. <laughs> wow. I might have had it somewhat ready. I might have had it ready a few weeks ago, and then something happened, and uh, yeah. I couldn't write it. <laughs> Delete tweet. <laughs> right. Cruising down at Dagger, running 202. Debris on the grill and Jimmy Johnson P2. Daddy <laughs> <laughs> saying, stand on it, son. You know he's going to win it, and you know we got it done because he's bad. Ooh, in nationwide. Nice. Hell yeah. That's well done. That's well done right there. I mean, that even had a little bit of a, like a good tune to it. Do what he's doing. Uh, We've never had somebody call with a good tune. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Speaking of good tunes, uh, would you like to make reference to Dale Jr.'s first tweet after winning in Talladega on Sunday? Would you like to say anything about that, Mike Davis? Because a couple years ago, you used to bust chops about me being friends with Eric Church. I'm surprised you didn't have that tweet ready to go. Uh, yes, Dale Jr. gave a little nod to uh, one Eric Church, and his song Talladega says he's got it in his head now. And uh, Taylor is making sure that we. That's know the second time in the last year he's he's won with a, a chief song in his in his. That's head. right, because he brought uh, Pocono he brought up last Pocono. year. Yeah, give right. me back my hometown. Did he, you tell Eric? He he knows about it. Yeah, it was his birthday, by the way, on Eric Sunday. Church's? Yeah. Eric's birthday, Junior wins Talladega, singing Talladega. It's Coincidence? Cool. I don't think <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> Last one. Yo, Mike Davis, let's kick it. Boom, 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 All right, stop, collaborate, and listen. Bill Junior won Talladega this weekend, moving from top to bottom, blocking everyone who tried to get beside him. It's not a problem. Greg Ives will solve them. Check out the video of TJ spotting. Boom, 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 boom. Bill Junior won that Talladega. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Dale Jr. won at Taldega. Dale, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yo, Taylor Z, let's get out of here. Word to your mother. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Dale Jr. won at Taldega. Boom, 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 boom. Dale Jr. won at Taldega. Boom, 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 boom. So I have to say at Talladega to at the Dega. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I gotta say that's better, than Eric. I mean, with all due respect to Eric, that's better. That's got, good. That's pretty. Yeah, good. that was pretty good, man. That's pretty he, good right there. He, uh, I really wanted my name in the last song. I mean, it had more of a ring, but that was Vanilla Ice, man. That was pretty cool. Joe, that was pretty good stuff, huh? Yeah. Junior got Nation's it. fired up. Reaction theaters open twenty four seven. All you have to do is call toll free one eight five five seven four zero nineteen zero two. Leave us your voicemail message. We'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo Radio. Time now for It Takes a Nation, presented by Nationwide. Well, this week on Takes a Nation segment, we're kind of breaking our tradition. Uh, we've never had the same guest on back-to-back weeks of Takes a Nation segment. However, I thought it was only fair if we were going to bring Brenda Jackson in after a ho-hum 14th place at Richmond, where she was exceptional, by the way, Dale Jr.'s mom, 
I figure, you know what? I, I really think it's only fair that we bring her in after a win. Because, you know, wins are win. You know, we're celebrating this win. So she's back two weeks in a row. I've got Brenda Jackson here, takes a nation. Welcome, Brenda. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for having me back. Well, thanks for coming back. That means we didn't run you off in the first week. So I'll try not to run you off in the second week. Okay. I should try not to be so good. Yeah, you were really good. Yeah. They were writing stories about you. <laughs> they sure were. I saw it on NASCAR.com. They were writing stories about you. So, uh, listen, this is what I want to know from you. I've actually always wanted to know this. In fact, I've always said that I would love to watch a race with you just to see what you're like during a race. Because, as we mentioned last week, you've, being that you're Dale Jr.'s mom, you have a completely different perspective how you watch these races. So, let's go back to Sunday. When Dale is leading the race and it's inside 10 laps to go, never mind that half the rappers in Alabama are on his front grill heating up that motor. How are you able to handle it? Are you nervous wreck? Are you are you jumping around? How are you in 10 laps to go when your son is leading? Well, 10 laps to go, I'm definitely not sitting down. I'm pacing, walking, just focused. Like uh, Sometimes I, I wonder if I'm breathing. And f- from the moment... The checkered flag fell like Sunday with the win. Everything else after that was a blur to me because I was still so excited and just trying to calm myself down. I've, I'm not even sure the last couple of laps that his tires were on the ground. My my damn feet weren't. Right. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm hollering, um, pacing, jumping up and down, talking to him. Are there people in the room? Um, usually my husband is. Okay. And and Willie, he's so calm and cool and collected. He and, is. And like, he tells me, calm down, calm down. He's got it. He's got it. I could just punch him. I'm like, <laughs> he needs my help. Yeah, yeah. Dale's not going to be able to do this on his <laughs> no, own. No, I, I mean, I can't let him go the last right. couple laps. So shut up, Willie. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Do, do you get loud? Oh, yeah. I get loud. Yesterday, after it was all said and done, I went out on my back patio and just hollered in the woods. Just yahoo! Just to the woods. Just to the woods. You actually told a funny story to me this morning about going out with, well, I don't know how many laps were left, and, and you saw Dell Jr.'s buffalo. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, um, the buffalo, um, one of their grazing areas is kind of in my front yard to the side a little bit. I can see them a lot out my front door. And, uh, of course, I was standing up at that point pacing around, and like five laps to go, I see the buffalo just start running around in a circle. There is four of them, and when they get to running, they chase one another. Yeah. So all four just going around in a circle, circle, and I said, this is an yeah. omen. They were feeling it. Yeah, they were. They knew the... They, knew the, they wanted to help, too. Yeah, that's right. They were drafted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did they win? Did they win their race? <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, at when the checkered flag falls, I, I go into a damn blur, so I don't know what the Buffalo were doing. Yeah. Hey, how do you watch the race? Do you you know, do you listen to Dell Jr.'s chat radio no. chatter? So you don't even know what he's saying. Nope, I do not. I just watch it watch the old just fashioned watch, way. Just watch the T V, huh? But see, I but I can pretty much tell you what's going on. You know, I don't I don't need all that interference and something clogging up my mind. I, I know what's happening. Well, I've watched it enough. What's well, an interesting thing, though, uh, Dale Jr. actually was very quiet on the radio in the last 30 laps. In fact, not until the the, mo- the gauges of the uh, the water temps came up did he actually say a word. Like, he wasn't even saying 10-4, 10-4. And when he gets quiet like that, I told him this uh, the other night uh, when we were at his house. I said, when he gets quiet like that, I just I interpret that as things are good. 
and he was very quiet, didn't say anything. TJ's like, all right, face cards off, all this stuff. Dale Jr. doesn't say a thing. And I said, boy, I think he's got something for him. I really do. Um, but uh, I tell you what, I was real proud of him. Proud of him the way he raced that race and also proud of the way he, he you know, he was emotional. He was emotional. I, I think, um, well, Amy was not able to be there. Right. And so it had been just him and Gus the weekend. And he, he's really not used to being by himself anymore. Yeah. And I, and I think the the last week, you know, being his dad's birthday and everything, and it, it was um, it, he he I've never seen him really get emotional like that. That's what you people know? are saying. They're like, and and people ask me this, like, have you seen Dale that emotional? And I gotta honestly say, I don't think so. No, usually he's pretty cool and yeah. And I mean, you know, he um, it it was um, made me emotional. Made a lot of people emotional. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Talladega has always been kind of good and bad for us. When we go to Talladega, even though I hate the race itself, right. I always feel like we got a chance here. Right. I, I just always feel like if if it's possible, Dale can get it done. Yeah. And, but, I mean, you know, we had a big old long stretch. Yeah. That it just didn't work out. Eleven years. We brought that up uh, today on the podcast. We, uh, it is for a racetrack that has been so good to Dale and for the Earnhardt family, and, and he's got most of his wins, like six of his wins, uh, that's be definitely the best at any racetrack on the circuit. It also has been the Achilles heel to Dale for the last 10 years. And we have had some heartbreaking close calls. We've had some demoralizing, terrible races. Last year, we finished 26th and 31st, two races at Talladega. That doesn't feel like it's the, our best racetrack when that happens. No, and yet, any time we go in that tunnel, we always feel like, I, I don't want another driver other than Dale Jr. in my car. He's the best one out here. He showed it yep, more the other sure day. Did. The trash on the grill, did it make you nervous? Did you need any help in the anxiety? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, that really – well, that was another thing. I mean, you know, you're, everything's going just picture perfect, and, and then you hear that. Right. You know, well, you see it, and you hear, you know, I'm pegging, I'm pegging. And, I, I mean, that's just makes you crazy. And, of course, right when he took the checkered flag, I'm always ready to text him. So I, I had text. And then um, when he was coming down, well, I guess it was pit road or whatever, when he was going into the thing and the, the damn steam coming all up, I'm like, well, she's boiling now. Yeah. <laughs> it was really kind of fitting in the victory lane, don't you think? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, did you go over to his house uh, when he got back? Yeah, um, I went by there last night, about 30 minutes. Um, just, to, I mean, you know, you got to go congratulate him and everything. That's, and, That's right. Um, it was really cool. I think um, his whole team and all showed up a little bit later, and so they had a lot of celebrating to do. And That's another thing, too. I think we've been they've been so close. Like, what did we finish, third? Three times this, this year. year so yeah, far, yeah. and I mean it's just just so dang close. But they have just hunkered down and you know stayed engaged with each yeah. other, and there it was. It was it was a happy sight. Last question: When Dale Jr. has a celebration, I'm talking too much. Last question? No, no, no. I feel like I am. Uh, when Dale Jr. has his celebratory uh, parties, that people like to ask, you know, how hungover are you, or whatever. And it's never that crazy. But you you live right behind him. Do you ever hear commotion? Oh, yeah. I go out on my back deck. I can hear the music going. Okay. And, I mean, you know, they if they decide to 
get out and ride the golf carts and the four wheelers. Um, I mean, I've been woken up. Uh, you have. You ever no complain? No doubt. You um, complain? No, nah, not really. <laughs> because in my younger days, I'd have been right there with you. But <laughs> I mean, I I got to have my sleep nowadays. That's right. Yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I can only hang about once a year. <laughs> So, but you you're not using that one up already, yeah? You, no, I'm saving it. Saving that yeah, one for the summer. Yeah, I'm, I'm saving it for the championship. There you go. I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Thank you again. Two weeks in a row for coming here. You were such a hit last week. I promise you, I'm not going to wear you out all year on this. But if you keep coming in here and being good like you are, I don't know. I may have not have a choice. So, you know. Well, I mean, you can you only know, be you, though. I can only be me. <laughs> so I just can't help it. Well, listen. Uh, Everybody, this is, uh, again, Takes a Nation. Brenda Jackson is, uh, I can't think of anybody else that's on junior side more than her. So uh, be sure to follow Nationwide on Facebook and on Twitter, Nationwide88, for behind-the-scenes coverage of all things Dale Jr. They killed it this week with the victory coverage. I mean, photo galleries, Facebook posts. They actually even had an advertisement, like right after the right after he took the checkered flag, a win ad that was really cool, like locking a spot in the chase. So, Again, Nationwide 88 did a fantastic job keeping Junior Nation up to date with and, and being a part of the victory. I think that's the best way to say it. They've made the fans and the followers feel like they were a part of this, uh, this win. So uh, Nationwide is on your side. Hey, this is Tiff Daniels. This week on Dirty Mo' Radio, we've got Megan Smith, wife of Junior Motorsports driver Regan Smith and Rhett's mom. Joining Kelly Wednesday on Fastlane Family, presented by Wella Professionals. Don't forget, you can always stay up to date on all of Junior's at-track press conferences by tuning in to Said Junior, presented by Nationwide. Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available free of charge 24-7 on DaleJr.com, iTunes, and all major podcasting outlets. All right, it's time to throw the white flag. White flag right there, white flag. All right, some white flag time. Junior's week just got busier, but that's the price you pay for leading a race high. 67 laps, Taylor, en route to Talladega glory. Just follow Team Hendrick and Junior Motorsports uh, social media channels for updates this week, even Nationwide 88. They, they've been killing it. Um, we mentioned it last week, but Dale will be doing a ribbon cutting at Whiskey River's new location at Charlotte Douglas International Airport this Wednesday. If you're a traveler like Taylor is, you stop in at Charlotte's airport, Whiskey River offers breakfast, lunch, dinner, and alcohol. <laughs> then you'll be ready to fly somewhere if you're not the pilot. You know what? I'm, uh, stop right there. All I right. am uh, I am flying out to uh, the Players' Championship uh, on Tuesday evening. Okay. And if you're listening to this podcast here on a Tuesday, obviously you can listen to it all week. But if you're listening to it on a Tuesday afternoon, I'll be at Whiskey River all right. on Tuesday in the airport. All right. In uh, gate E. Or, yeah. Well, can, no, we, no, uh, can, can we call this a Dirty Mo' Radio tweet up? <laughs> Heck yeah, come on by. Say hello. I'll be at the right Whiskey on. River in uh, Gate you're, E. You're and Taylor, and, and you're buying the beer? Are you going to be there for the ribbon cutting? Concourse E, yeah. Concourse E. Oh, Concourse E. Yeah, That's Concourse right, for Earnhardt. E. Concourse E. Yeah. 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 So, you, and you're buying their beer? Uh, they're going to buy my beer. Okay. <laughs> so, so again, this is an offer you can't pass up. Show up at Whiskey River and buy Taylor a beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Open invitation. <laughs> right. Cold, cold word, Happy Lands or something. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Get Taylor drunk. I'll have my, I'll have my Happy Lands yeah, on. Yeah, he'll have his Happy Lands on. Yeah. yeah, he actually likes Jack Daniels, so uh, that's what you can get him. All right, uh, perhaps you noticed that Dell Jr. tweeted out the paint scheme that he's going to run at the All-Star Race next Saturday, May 16th. The scheme is the Mountain Dew new flavor Baja Blast. You can check out the car on Mountain Dew's Facebook page. No Xfinity Series race this weekend, but the Spring Cup Series is at Kansas. You ready for Kansas, Joe? Oh, yeah. All right, man. Two practices and qualifying on Friday. The race is Saturday night, not Sunday. Make note of that. It's uh, 7.30 Eastern time. 
Uh, Fox Sports 1 will carry all of it. Lastly, coming off the win, you know you were looking forward to hearing this Dirty Mo Radio podcast, so you might as well take this relationship to the next level and go ahead and subscribe, rate, review all our Dirty Mo Radio podcasts on iTunes, buy some Dirty Mo Radio merchandise here at the Junior Nation Retail Outlets, and make it a part of your week every week. And then you can also get TJ Major's new door bumper crash shirt that <laughs> will be coming out soon. Why do you have to bring this back up? I still have not ordered shirts and people are hammering me. Well, well that's, why, that's why we're starting a new door, door bumper door crash. crash. But yeah. we don't crash. Yeah, why don't you, you – Were well, you clear, paying attention stop there this clearing podcast? Him, stop clearing no. him when he isn't clear. No kidding. I mean, <laughs> good Lord. If I say you're clear. I just love – Listen. I love how y'all are like brothers, and he gives you, like, all this compliment in the press conference, and at the end he's like, yeah, there's a couple times he didn't clear me right. I think he's making that up to try to, like, brush <laughs> off some of the earlier comments, man, because I know – I mean, I could tell him tomorrow's Easter, and he's going to call her eggs tonight. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, good stuff this week. Hey, I, I'm pretty fired up about Kansas, by the way. I like the repave they did there in Saturday night race. That's pretty cool. Fox, I almost won that last year. Fox Sports yeah. 1, you mentioned, a few years ago. Uh, almost won with a gas uh, yeah. deal. Yeah, was that two years ago? Yeah, a couple of years ago. Getting so uh, that'll be fun to uh, be watching that on Saturday night. Boys, good luck to you. Miss Amanda, thank you. thank you, as always. For Mike Davis, for TJ Majors, for Joe Slingerland, for Junior Nation, for Dale Earnhardt Jr., I'm Taylor Zarzer. You've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download, presented by Spy. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Well, we've got another show in the books, but the good news is this is not the end of the show. we got an extended reaction theater for you coming up right now. But first, Spy Optic. Amanda, a lot of happy people out there. A lot of happy lenses out there to be had. Yeah. They go to the yeah. website, spyoptic.com. They can even get happier. Did you know that? It's possible. Signature 88 collection. That's right. Several styles to choose from. And if they use the discount code Nationwide88, they get 20% off their purchase. Pretty good deal right there. I don't know how you can pass it up. If, there, if there's ever a week to take us up on this offer, it's after Dale Jr. wins Talladega. I've always said that. I've said that, Amanda, all my life. And guess what? Spy and Nationwide, they're on your side. They're on your side. I'm telling <laughs> you, it's just, it's just too good to be true. The stars are aligned. Okay. Extended Reaction Theater. Enjoy it. Yeah, Junior, baby. Nine times a drive at the Dega. I finally got to watch the win, buddy. Junior hears this because I did this one just for him. 
Can you believe it, Junior? Just won that race. Yeah, yeah, he's got to win. He's in the chase. Do you believe that Junior just won that race? Hell yeah, he won it. And he won, he won, he won. Passing cars all day. And he won, he won, he won. Congratulations on your big win today. I've seen a lot of races and a lot of speeches, and uh, your interview after the race was uh, just as impressive or more impressive as you're driving on the track today. That was great, man. It hit home. Congratulations. Hi, my name is Marina, and I'm calling all the way from Newfoundland, Canada. And Dale Earnhardt is my hero. I live in Florida in the wintertime, and I take in the races, and I always root for my hero, Dale. Congratulations. Way to go, Dale. Holy crap. Calling all the way from Alaska. Cars crashing in the back, trash on the grill, Jimmy helping, Junior pulls it off. Dale, yeah. No beers. June! Oh, June! Oh, dear God, I'm so happy for you! Oh, June! I'm so happy for you! You deserve that! You deserve every bit of that! Oh, God Almighty! Oh, June! Oh, I'm so happy for you! I just love you! Oh, June! Oh, dear God, I gotta go cry! Okay, uh, I love you, June! Good job! Good job! Yeah, 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 Junior, baby, 88, Talladega. Woo! Wee! Go, Junior, baby, I love it. <laughs> hey, Dale, Junior, just want to say congrats on your win at Talladega. Man, I was out of my seat cheering like like a hooligan. Cheer you on to the finish, man. Just want to say congrats to you and the whole 88 team. Y'all just keep that momentum going, and, you know, let's go win some more races. That's my boy, man. I love you. It was badass win. Thank you. Thank you, Junior. Woo-hoo. Yeah, Y'all know what it is, Dale. Junior won. Did you tell Zanga? Yeah, baby. Way to go, Dale, Junior. Woohoo! You deserve it all the way. God bless. I'm Specialist David Walker in the United States Army. I'm at Field Training Exercise in Fort Knox, Kentucky. Didn't have a TV, but had the phone up to my ear with MRN radio the whole time. Go Junior, baby. Go Junior. Dale, congratulations, son. I'm 77 years old, and thank God, if you have God and a good woman by your side, you've always been a winner. Congratulations. Hey, Dale. I was so excited when you were running and when that uh, piece of trash got on your uh, grill and I thought maybe your motor was going to blow. I thought my heart was going to beat out of my chest. But congratulations and we love you. Bye. Way to go, Dale. You know, your true fans have stayed with you through all the lean years when other people gave up on you and walked away. I think you're a proud, humble man. You're a great driver. And you got an awful lot of your daddy in your heart and in your soul. You give him hell this year, Dale Jr. We're with you all the way. Hi, first time caller. Celebrated my birthday on Friday. Had a surprise birthday party and a few beers on Saturday. And Dale Jr. wins Talladega on Sunday. Can't have a better perfect weekend than this. Two Mountain Dews and Dale, yeah. I ain't had tears in my eyes. For over 40 years, my kids were born. And 50 years ago, when I lost some buddies in Vietnam. 
see, seeing Dale's emotions kind of got me going. Congratulations to the crew of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Dale. You're the best, Junior. I, I've been watching you since I was born. So, congratulations from Fair, Missouri. All right. Thanks. Woo! Oh, straight with the world. And Earnhardt wins at Talladega for the 16th time. To beat a man, you gotta beat the man. And that's just not gonna happen. Woo! Yeah, Junior, you might be proud. You might be proud, you father, too. Go, Junior Nation, go! When that motor started overheating, I said, let the, let the dog eat. And Junior won the race. Damn straight. Have a cold bar tonight. Woo! Hey!